Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. The winter of 1944 came in as the coldest Northern Europe had seen in 40 years. American GIs fighting their way across France and Belgium shivered in lightweight summer uniforms and often went without hot food. As Christmas approached that bitter December, a lone squad of the U.S. 29th Division came upon a German manor house on the west side of the Ruhr River, just inside the German border. Approaching a farmhouse from the front could be suicidal, but they had orders to take and hold it. Warily, they started forward, but the only occupants turned out to be an old woman and a terrified German soldier who was more than ready to surrender. Another pleasant surprise awaited them. The cellar was packed with food. Flour, sugar, apples and vintage cider, milk cans filled with cooked meat and preserved eggs. Cattle grazed nearby, and chickens cackled in their pens. A cart filled with potatoes sat outside. One of the men made breakfast. Soon the hungry squad was looking at eggs sunny side, pancakes dripping with syrup made from sugar and cinnamon, apple cider and coffee. A slender, pimply-faced boy nicknamed Harry, after his hometown in New York, found a motorcycle leaning against the house and tinkered with it until he got it running. The rest of the squad gathered to watch him ride in tight circles around the yard. The German word for the farm was das Gut, and so they spent that Christmas at the Gut, warm, comfortable, safe, and laughing at Harry and his motorcycle. The Battle of the Bulge erupted 30 miles to the south, and the squad went back to the fighting. They returned to the west bank of the Ruhr a few weeks later, banged up, some wounded, and took a position in another deserted house. German soldiers watched them from across the river, but both sides were tired and soon reached a mutual understanding on how they would conduct the war. Headquarters wanted action and sent a daily allotment of mortar shells. The Americans dutifully lobbed theirs across the river every day at noon. The Germans replied with a small barrage at dusk. No one was hurt, and headquarters was satisfied. Then, early one morning, the Americans woke to the roar of a motorcycle coming from the German side. After making sure they were awake, it calmly putted down the road at a stately pace. The GIs concluded it must be a dispatch rider. The next morning, the motorcycle roared again. Angrily, the 29ers fired off their mortar shells. The Germans immediately retaliated. The Americans spent the rest of the day thinking how they could put an end to the dispatch rider and called for more shells, which headquarters happily supplied. Using every map and reconnaissance report they could find, They plotted his route along the road behind the German lines and set up pre-aligned aiming stakes so their mortar could track him on his ride. The next morning at dawn, they were in the mortar pit waiting, listening. Across the river, the dispatch rider kicked his motorcycle to life and gunned the throttle. The Americans fired the first of their shells high in the air. Unaware of what was about to befall him, the motorcyclist began his run, putt-putting down the road. Before the first shells had landed, the G.I.s shifted their mortar to a second position and fired, then a third. The German guns thundered back, driving them into the farmhouse cellar, but between explosions, they clearly heard the dispatch rider and his motorcycle safely putt-putt-putting off into the distance. The 29ers were furious. That dispatch rider was spitting in their eye. They radioed headquarters for more shells and were making new plans for the next morning when their old sergeant cleared his throat. Thinking back to that warm and peaceful Christmas, he said quietly, Reminds me of Harry at the Goot. The next morning, the motorcycle defiantly coughed and growled again, but this time the 29ers paid no attention, except for the one who told this story years later. He thought back to Christmas, too, 
and wish that unknown writer Godspeed. Thank you.